What up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. I have been using my Simply Safe at my new house for about six months, and it is awesome. It's so easy, easy to set up, uh, easy to customize for your home's needs, uh, and it's an advanced system, whole home security that put you, your home, and your family's safety first. Basically, when you uh, when you go online to build your Simply Safe system, there's a whole way, a whole, a whole, a whole list of options from motion detectors to glass break sensors, heat and water sensors, door open sensors, security cameras, indoor and outdoor, a video doorbell, uh, a remote key fobs for your keychains, and then of course the app, uh, all of which connect to each other super easily, super simple to set up and add new devices, super easy to monitor using that Simply Safe app at home. Uh, there's 24/7 professional monitoring and Simply Safe's agents take action the moment a threat is detected dispatching police or first responders even in an emergency even if you're not home. Uh, Simply Safe has proprietary video verification technology so that monitoring agents can visually confirm the threat in order to get higher priority 911 dispatch uh, the monitoring plans are very affordably priced at just $1 a day with no long-term contract or hidden fees because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank. Uh, this system is great for apartments. It's great for houses. It's great if you wanted to keep your older relatives safe. It's great if you go out of town a lot and you want more than just an alarm. You know, you want uh, something that could tell you if there's a fire or a flood, uh, a break-in, all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's pet-friendly. And you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash tire. Go to simplysafe.com slash tire today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafe.com slash tire tire. Also brought to you today by Evercoat Body Shop. I don't know if you've ever even thought about doing your own body work at home. Maybe you're a professional. Maybe you're not. You know, maybe you're just restoring an old classic or fixing up your daily driver. But whatever your project is, Evercoat Body Shop has the right product for your project. Evercoat takes the guesswork out of body work. It's a simple three-step process. You just prep, fill, and sand. Their perfect mix guide makes it easy to get the right ratio of filler and cream hardener, drying in about 15 minutes, and sands up to 50% faster than the competition, so there's less waiting around. Evercoat is the number one brand used by professionals, and they can help you get professional results too. So head on down to your nearest Advanced Auto Parts store and ask for Evercoat Body Shop products by name. New sponsor this episode, Berryman. You ever heard of Berryman? It's the gold standard in fuel additives. Their product quickly disperses moisture and dissolves gum, varnish, and other fuel residues from the entire fuel system, fuel tank, lines, injectors, valves, rings, and pistons. It's uniquely formulated with Berryman's exclusive high-energy solvent technology, and uh, regular use ensures higher compression, fewer repairs, lower operating costs, and increased spark plug and injector life. Berryman's fuel additives are catalytic converter safe, O2 sensor safe, and here at my business, uh, Westside Collector Car Storage, we have a lot of cars that, uh, that do a lot of sitting, 
cars in long-term storage, vintage cars, high-value cars, cars that their owners really care about. And we have started using uh, the Berryman products uh, to not only clean out the fuel systems of cars that get driven regularly, but are old cars, but also as a fuel stabilizer for cars that are in long-term storage to resist that fuel breakdown and the negative effects of leaving uh, cars with fuel sitting in the tank for a uh, very long time. Berryman products are all American-made since 1918, 104 years, folks. And Berryman is available at your favorite automotive retailer or auto parts store, or of course, at BerrymanProducts.com. Check them out and keep your engine safe and running great. And of course, as always, we're brought to you by Off The Record. They have a system that is exceptional. I love Off The Record because I don't have to worry about getting pulled over, getting ticketed, having that affect my insurance, having that affect my finances. And the, 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 the speeding ticket system, right, it's not just the ticket. It's then the insurance, the court system. It's all a racket, folks. It's not really designed to keep people safe. It is designed to extract money from you. Exit that system by always fighting your tickets with Off the Record. They have coverage uh, and a, 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 a network of attorneys that they will connect you with, qualified attorneys in your area that cover 97% of the U.S. population. So wherever you are, whether you're near your home, on a road trip, away from home, have that off the record app on your phone, or you can go to offtherecord.com slash TST. If you've got the off the record app, you can input code TST10, offtherecord.com slash TST, or code TST10 on the off the record app. That'll get you 10% off all legal services through 2023. And frankly, we'll probably extend the codes past that because it's been a very successful partnership. A lot of you use off the record. I've heard so I've gotten so many emails from people that used off the record uh, successfully and and uh, and and they were happy with their the fact that they are not part of the financial system that they didn't really want to be a part of in the first place. Got those tickets off their record and no insurance penalties or anything like that. Off the slash TST or code TST10 on the off the record app. All righty then. On this show, uh, Zach and I travel up to Monterey uh, for an event called the Hypercar Invitational. It is a special track day, uh, track days, two track days at Laguna Seca, uh, combined with a runway race um, for some of the craziest modern performance cars imaginable. I'm talking about Senna's, LaFerrari's, Koenigsegg, stuff like that. And it was actually very crazy. Uh, I had a great time, and we'll talk about the track days specifically on another show and my ride in the Valkyrie. But on this show, uh, we've got my co-hosts for the event. We've got Randy Popst. We've got Ben Collins, the former Stig and racing driver. And we've got Justin Bell. We've got a, a triple show. Um, we basically set up a booth at the registration area for Hypercar Invitational on the first day of the event. And we got to talk about to each of them about career, their careers, about racing, uh, about Pikes Peak, which is upcoming, and more. So it's a big show. We've got Ben Collins, Randy Popes, and Justin Bell on the Smoking Tire Podcast. Welcome to the porch. It's, it is the porch of the, the, the Land Rover Experience Building, I think? Correct. Here Correct. at uh, the Quail Lodge. We are, uh, we're in town. We're in Monterey for the Hypercar Invitational. Zach and I... 
are doing a live podcast today. I'm then doing a, a not live but recorded segment uh, tomorrow. I will be doing some uh, some hot lapping at Laguna Seca, the Cadillac Blackwing. We've got some other uh, celebrity guests here to uh, to get on the show. Mm-hmm. And Good uh, lineup. very strong lineup. And as it sounds like, there's uh, there's going to be guys in hypercars. The very first guy I met here. So basically what hypercar it's what it sounds like. It's it's an in-night event, Laguna Seca, loud sound day cuz right cuz some sound some days at Laguna you can't have a loud car. Right. So they got they got a loud weekend. That must have been expansive. <laughs> they got a loud weekend. Um and had folks in their ridiculous uh, exotics, uh, hypercars, race cars uh come out to uh to lap and have all kinds of Hoity-toity, fancy schmancy activities. They've got a runway tomorrow for acceleration runs, which is very cool. Yeah, and I and the idea is that you know, if you for people that are in the market for this type of car, right? You don't just want to go like look at it. You want to see it in action. You want to see other people driving them. Some of the manufacturers are here with their demo cars. I was just right over there poking around those Zenvos. Um, from Denmark, mm-hmm. interesting car. Yeah, uh, they've got uh, it's so they won't like me saying this. It's an, it's like remember how Koenigsegg started with a Ford motor and then they 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 now build their own motors based on a yeah. sort of yeah. a sort of Ford architecture, but but their own like casting and stuff. So that's what Zenvo's doing: twin supercharged five point eight liter flat plane crank. Whoa, V eight. Uh, sequential gearbox. The LS is that what you? Were it's not. About it's thing? it's okay. like LS based architecture, mm, but they okay. they say they cast their own blocks. All right. So, I mean, flat plane twin turbo. That's pretty twin good. Twin supercharged. Oh, twin supercharged. Rotrex supercharged. Oh. It's like twelve hundred horsepower. Whoa! And it's got this wing that is on hydraulics, right. so the wing tilts left and right. So if you turn right, it leans right. Yeah, to create that right, downforce. Pushing the downforce toward the outside tire more. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a concept I first saw in that Arrow Motions mm-hmm. uh, thing a few years ago, and now Zenvo's doing it. These things are like $2 million. A lot of carbon. Uh, all made in Denmark. They said they really have, they basically have like, uh, they say, and I can't, I can't confirm or deny this, but they say they have no suppliers because they're in Denmark. So they have to make everything. They said they they said they basically make everything Which is on very the car. Expensive. The white one over there has carbon wheels as well. The blue one has um, forged aluminum wheels. You know, ceramic brakes, and it's a very high performance looking thing. Um, it's the same basic shape that we've seen from Zenvo for a long time. But apparently, this is a pr- the, the, these are production cars. You can. You can buy those. You can buy and drive them now. Yeah, and okay. they said the white one is actually for sale. They're trying to they're trying to sling that white one uh, while we're here. So the white one is a static. Dis- it's, they drove it up, but it's a it's a it's a static display, and then they're going to be lapping the track in that one. So so manufacturers trying to get you know these owners of hypercars to see it because these guys, as we've we've talked about before, it's not either or. It's and. Right. The first dude we met here, that was sitting over there when we got here. Rattled off a list of like thirty million dollars. 
in cars. I mean, yeah. an insane, insane. I mean, well, one guy was talking about he he pulled up in his what eight twelve super fast. Yes, but he, it's not his track car. He's dry, he's tracking like a GT three RS. Yeah, no, his cup car. Cup car. He's got a Sorry. cup car. Yeah, and so uh, and, and his eight twelve is a street drive car. Right. Um, and the dude with, with who was the first guy rolled up in a SF ninety. But he brought a, a, a Lamborghini Ascenza, a Senna GTR, a Ferrari FXX, and a... So all I, of them? All of them. Yeah, all of them. Whoa. So, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. here we go. We're, we're, at, we're at that level. Um, and I imagine it's going to be... We're going to see some, you know, really, really ridiculous things. And I, there must be something going on with uh, with BMWs because I've seen like seven lowered BMWs pass us here from the porch of the uh, of the quail. Well, they might be rescuing a friend of theirs that broke down because I see an E46 right there. Yeah, and uh, we brought I brought a Blackwing uh, Cadillac, hooked it up, stick shift Blackwing, uh, CT5 Blackwing. Mm-hmm. Um, the tires are pre-shot. <laughs> the tires are. Uh, I didn't do it. Oh. Oh, there's, uh, I see a Randy there's people rolling in. Yeah, there's a GT3. Uh, I see a McLaren 600, uh, 620R. Is that what, is that Randy? Where's Randy? Oh, he walked by on the right. He's wearing oh, he walked shirt, by? But, um, oh. And uh, more McLarens. I see an Aventador SVJ. You know, cars are uh, cars are rolling up. Let's get to... Uh, hey, yeah. Ben. Can we borrow you? Yeah. Justin, 20 for you, brother. We got, uh, we got, some, we got some guests. Take a seat. Ben Collins in the house. What's up, my English friend? It's great to be here. Welcome yeah, in. The sun's out. There's a lot of cool-looking cars. Yeah, buddy. There, it looks like the fleet has just arrived. Yeah, it's getting it's going to get noisy, which is, is that yeah. the, it's all about. Is that the produce traffic fleet, you think? It could be. I Did, thought it was. Is it, Ryan? Is that the produce traffic fleet? It is. A bunch of folks were coming down from San Francisco, and apparently a fruit truck overturned. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, right. no, literally. There so was they've, they've plowed through a bunch of watermelons and strawberries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a film shoot. Explains why it's so colorful. No, it's pretty amazing. Kind of a mix there. A lot of, a lot of Italy has um, just landed in the car park. This should be, uh, this should be a weekend, huh? I think so. I, I think I love Laguna Seca is it's one of the toughest tracks in the world. Most rewarding as well. It's beautiful with the elevation change, and uh, I love it here. What's your, I mean, do you have, I mean, you've obviously got tons of racing experience as well as tons of streetcar testing experience in the white suit. What is your uh, Laguna Seca experience? I raced here when, when I raced in Indy Lights, so 1999. That was a while ago. I've been back since then. Uh, my teammate then was Scott Dixon. Oh, who's that? He did pretty well. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, who'd, have, who'd have known? But um, I mean, I, yeah, recognize I had my hands very full as, a, as his teammate back. You know, back then uh, he was an incredible talent. Um, come hot out of uh, New Zealand, and had raced a similar car in Australia, in the, uh, the Holden powered machine. But yeah, Scott was awesome. Um, we had a, we had a great time that year racing around the US. First time racing on ovals. You know, from one mile to two mile. Um, it was an incredible experience. And Scott went on to Pack West, and then here he is. Um, I went in a different direction, so I ended up going back to Le Mans and doing 24-hour racing and, and those other other cool stuff. But yes, Laguna. I mean, um, it, it, I just love this area. This part of California is is just stunning. So we got you know great day tomorrow heading to the Big Sur, doing our um, little bit of rallying. And um, yeah, and they so got a we're... runway for us too. That's going to be good. Yeah. Some I mean, it'll be interesting. I think it's it's not. It's a little over a mile. It's six thousand foot. 
That's, yeah. that's a big one. It's a big one. But it's they don't have timing. They don't they're trying to keep their you know, it's like here's a runway, now take it easy. <laughs> because you want to, we got some really fast cars coming out here. I think we can put them through our paces a little bit. I mean it, I know it's only driving in a straight line and that you know, I love it. It's really it's always really interesting. Um, you, you can look at weight and power and all that kind of stuff, but actually it becomes meaningless. When you put you put the car down, it, the way it soaks up the, the tarmac, the way the tyres work, the way it shifts, and all those things come into play, as well as reaction time. I mean, if I do happen to be on the tarmac wheel to wheel with you, we can we can we can put ourselves to the test as well. Well, those those Zenvos right there are like twelve hundred horsepower. Do you see those things? I've seen this. They're it's the one neat. with the wing, isn't it? It's the one with the I, wing that tilt the cantilevered yeah. wing. I'm really excited to see how that works. Yeah. I, Aerodynamically, I, I don't understand it, so I'm going to have to have an in-depth conversation with the engineer because it just looks crazy. But um, I think yeah. it leans it leans into the corner, I yeah. believe. It, but it looks like the kind of ironing board sort of <laughs> yeah. that I would put together and assemble. <laughs> it would be off kilter. Well, did you ever hear, like, for a few years ago, there was a company called Aero Motions. Do you remember this one? I don't know this it one. Was a, it was a two-part wing that was an aftermarket deal, and it would it would do this. Mm. It, had a cent- it, it, would, it had a joint in the center, and when you turn, it would connect to your steering, and your inside, it would give you more, you know, more downforce to keep that inside down. Okay. And it it worked so well, they banned it from certain levels of time attack racing. So Interesting. I think it's that same type of science. So it did work. Yes, it did. Um, I found a lot of the stuff that's reactive, um, it, it, it really has to be in sync with the driver, otherwise it you, you end up fighting with it, well, yeah, like it magnetic right, yeah. damping, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you notice it, then you know there's a problem. Look at this. Gold Aventador. Looks yeah. like a fishing lure, doesn't it? It's pr- Gold <laughs> SVJ. <laughs> That'll be a big fish. That's ready. We're ready to catch a bass with that. That actually, I, you know, I, I actually know somebody with a Gold Aventador SVJ. I wonder if that's my friend. We'll see. You cannot go with the tame color with a Lamborghini. That's no. for sure. No, you or you yeah, have you to. Like, I don't know about you. Like, I like my hatchbacks in neon colors and my supercars in, in more muted colors. Okay. No? Is that like, something wrong like, with me? No. I mean, I like that you can be so picky that you can, you if know, I was that you, given the choice. you can choose the colors. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, personal preference. Um, I, I quite, yeah. I like the aggressive colors, definitely. And I think that with, the, with the Lambos, people are getting more and more creative and crazy. Well, um, you you have a, you just bought a hot hatch yourself. I did. You? Yeah. You got a Delta, right? Got a yeah, Lancia Delta Integrale, uh, not the Evo, which is which is interesting. I, I tried them, and actually, the so the, the difference with, between the two, if you're if you're into, can these you cars, really feel the difference between the two? There's a big difference. The the Evo, they widen the wheel um, base basically. The, the track we call it for performance. Okay, you can, you can squeeze out a little bit of extra performance, but you really have to drag that out of the machine. So for rallying, you know, you'd have to absolutely rinse the thing to get the performance gain. And actually, it makes it less dynamic to drive. Uh, so in a road setting, yeah. you want to have that feel and that that you know turnability. That's what I like. Yeah. So it's not as aggressive looking because it hasn't got the as big body panels. Doesn't have the funny little wing. I like that. It's kind of more. It's slightly more of a sleeper, but it's got the same power, same drivetrain, and I think it's more maneuverable. And what color did you get? It's red. Okay. Yeah. So it's right. a bright so color for me. It's yeah. like oh. You got to get the white wheels on there to really set it off. Right. Mar- yeah. Go full Marlboro. You want to do? You want to go for that? Yeah, yeah. The white wheels are good. The uh, I drove. I, I've driven one once. It was a uh, not an Evo, but it was a sixteen valve, and it was excellent. Yeah. Really, really fun. I I really I got it immediately. Why yeah. people would like it. 
the handling is there. I, I think the turbo really brings it to life. You've got to have that to have that snap out of the corner. And um, yeah, so I think from the so it's the 16 valve turbo mm. on. Is, is what seems to work. So you've, in your career uh, in television, gotten to do a lot of really fast road car testing, and you've also done uh, proper racing uh, at from open wheel, enclosed, prototype, all kind, you know, all kinds of stuff. Where do you think, you know, where so, where do you think the the, the gray area really blends between the upper level of performance street cars and hypercars and racing cars well that lancia is probably the perfect example because of the, the the differential it's basically a rally grade drivetrain that's been put into a road car uh, and i think it's that's you know pretty quite early on to have had something that was so so comparable mm. so that's so similar to the rally car apart from the marlboro sticker yeah um these days, I, I think there's a lot more. You can see a lot more breadth of DNA that comes through, like the engine technology, um, all those sort of things. I'm trying to think of a real, of a sort of modern car that that has those links. The great thing with GT racing and at Le Mans is, is there is that there is a natural crossover with the chassis. But uh, they've, if you look at them, really, it's the it's stuff like the headlights and the grill that mimics the road car, yeah. and then everything <laughs> underneath. Yeah. Even I was looking, oh, I did, was researching. I did a the Aston Martin book and. So I thought, oh well, the you know the, the DBR9 and uh, and all those you know that car must have some some proximity to the road car, and it doesn't. I mean, actually, no. the, the chassis I think even or the you know a lot of it was based on the Ferrari, which was a GC <laughs> again was purpose built, completely purpose built. So the styling is there, but actually, um, you know, so that's not being too cynical. Obviously, a lot of the engine tech does come through, and that um, that Le Mans winning engine, um, I love the story of that, the V12 that was um, actually built in America. And by the engineers at Ford, which is such a cool story, and um, they Do you remember the Indigo. Uh, no, what the is Ford that? Indigo from I think it was 1996 was this very crazy concept. I'll have to show you a picture okay. of it, which was the concept that they put this the that Ford put this engine into, and it was weird looking. I mean, like a spa like a flying saucer kind of thing. I loved it. I thought it was the coolest. And, I, and this, they were obviously never going to build this thing, but they figured but out they that they it. could put it in the Aston. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, really interesting engine. Well, I love it that the designers did it on the, on the quiet. So it was a Skunk Works project that even the senior bosses didn't know about, and, um, but they did it with Le Mans in mind. They thought if we can build an engine at this scale, it could end up in a Le Mans car, and it did. So that, uh, that 100% was, was something where... I suppose the engineers sowed the seed of um, potential into the road car that then made it to Le Mans. I love that. It's a good, good story. Well, now we're at, but now we're at a level where, and I think this this started maybe ten years ago, where the road cars that these companies are capable of building are so fast, yeah, that there's almost you know nowhere left to drive them. You know, Aston is bringing out this Valkyrie thing, which is a thousand horsepower and twenty five hundred pounds or something, and. I asked if I asked if I could have a go, and they were like, "You're not fitting in it. Straight up, you're too tall. You're not fitting in it." Oh wow! And I was like, "Okay, well, if I can fit in it, can I have a go?" And they're like, "This thing is like super crashable yeah. <laughs> and scary, <laughs> and we're really only allowing like this one guy to drive it." And he um, races in Formula One. And he races in basically. So you need an FIA super license, Formula <laughs> One grade. Otherwise, and four million dollars. Great to buy one of these things. So it's pretty niche. Yeah, I mean, it's it, and that's something that people can just buy now. I mean, we've gotten to that level where the 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 overlapped performance is is so high 
Um, well, what was funny? I I got in. I drove the Ferrari SF90. Recently, oh yeah, and, um, I love thousand that. horsepower hybrid. Yeah, thousand horsepower, crazy. So I thought this is going to be a difficult, challenging. They've worked on their um, the Manatino system, the the traction control, which you know kind of thing. Oh boohoo! It's going to kill the fun. The way they've done it, where you can scale how much do you turn off. So actually, before you turn the system totally off, it feels like it's off. So the car will glide sideways, and you, you'll feel like a bit of a hero. But at the point when you run out of talent, it's immediately there, and it just scoops you up. Yeah. And if you didn't know any better, you'd think, oh, I did all that myself, yeah, but you yeah. didn't. It's a really clever way of managing it. And then when, then when you turn it off, and you really have got then the full-scale weapon. Yeah, the but, uh, amateur hero mode. Yes. That's what you really want. McLaren has a good... The, the last setting on the McLaren 720 and 765 is the same kind yeah. of hero mode. Somehow they're, they're still making them drivable. So that 1,000 horsepower, it, it's well, incredibly they're fast. Getting, they're getting heavier. Yeah. The, that Aston is the, diff, is the difference because it's a 1,000 horsepower and it also weighs, you know, it's like a feather. Yeah. Normally, you know, with the Ferrari, it's got the battery pack. It's got yeah. these electric motors. So, so that extra weight, you know, it keeps it pretty planted. But There's the Aston will really be. an incredible amount of sensors going on. Like yeah. When I drove the SF90, I could drive it at Fiorano for like three laps. But they showed all the data that they had afterwards, like to watch the journalists. And they had steering, braking, gas, everything. And then they're showing how much the front motors are activated, how much power you're getting from the rear. All It's like this crazy concert. And I think it kind of works to keep the driver a little bit safe and tame things down until you're pointed straight. Uh, it's what's funny with electric as well is it's turned everyone into a hooligan. Oh like, yeah. To the old days, I don't know. It was the guy in the Audi that we used to be on, you know, in your grill, up, you know, coming up behind you on the freeway or something like that, and flashing lights. And now it's, it's someone in a Tesla, and because um, they've got the power advantage and they can do the zero to sixty launch, and you've got the insanity and all these things. And going. without noise, you can be much more of a dick. You can. When you're, when you're not making noise, you can just put that car because you're eco anywhere. You're righteous. Yeah. <laughs> so there, but the, the zero to sixties are now regularly under three seconds, and I've noticed so the first launch I did in a road car that could do that was the um, Bugatti Chiron Super Sport, which I got to drive, and um, that was like I think it was uh, I get it wrong. I think it was around two point four, two point five seconds to sixty, and below three, basically you, you feel your brain moving around. So there's a double whammy. It's it's kind of like being a fairground ride. Yeah. And off you go, and now but all these electrics can punch you to when sixty. When you get that, that same. When that, that same level of acceleration without any associated noise, it's really disconcerting. Yeah. You know, we but, just had the Lucid, which is like a nine second quarter mile, yeah. you know, silent. And it's, it's, you, you get, you feel ill. Has the human race evolved for this? No. It's, fortunately, the tire has. Yeah. So the only reason we're not getting squashed into trees and stuff so regularly is because the, the, the tire tech has, has managed to harness this amazing power. Yeah. But it is funny because we're like, these things are turning into UFOs. What, what was the first car, race, uh, race car you drove that had 800 to 1,000 horsepower, if any? Did you ever race in the yeah. like that? Yeah. Do the race cars even have that much? Well, I, I got up to, so when I was in Le Mans, it was in a thing called a Le Mans prototype, mm -hmm. which was 900 kilogram, and it had 800 horsepower. So that was a, a, called a Scari. It was a, had a Judd F1 grade engine in it. And yeah, it, in fact, I, it was incredibly powerful. When it was raining, you could spin the wheels in fourth gear, even fifth. Um, it was it was a lovely piece of kit, that, incredibly noisy. You had to, you know, 12,000 RPM, absolutely incredible. Just loved it. And so I've always, that figure has stuck in my head as being, you know, 800 horsepower to be respected because of how much that, that thing took everything to drive it, c controlled. It was always a, a wrestle with the steering wheel. 
yeah, now I, I drove a car yesterday, a Lamborghini that was souped up to 1,500 brake. <laughs> and we went, we went out onto the street with it and um, did, a, did a, you know, sensibly did a, you know, launch from it first just to see what it's like. And it's got all four wheels, like, snatching at the tarmac. And again, somehow they've, they've managed to get it, uh, it's actually drivable. It is usable. It's not just spitting you off the road. So it's amazing. It is amazing. The turbo Lambos are fun, aren't they? I thought it would be crap. I re- honestly, <laughs> they've I, figured it out though. Yeah, I was, I was all ready to be polite and say, "Oh, that's cool and useless." But um, in fact, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I was instantly just crying with laughter. Just it made me. It just made me laugh. The, you get used to the acceleration and everything, but um, to have something that is grappling with tarmac, um, you can just feel it slithering just over your feet. Even you don't speeds. even have to turn it up that much. You know, I mean, you can you could you can do a like a pretty low pressure turbo system on one of those things that yeah. you could use every single day just as a car, nine hundred, a thousand horsepower, and it's a riot. I love it because it's the, the, the torque is um, lumpy, slightly lumpy. So you do get these surges of power. It's not yeah. like a, it's not linear. It's not. You can, it's the opposite of boring. Um, and I think yeah, they try uh, to bring back that old school yeah. yeehaw turbo. It's exactly, and there's a, it's got a lovely chug when you yeah. tick, when it's on tick over. It's kind of like a Harley Davidson. They've actually got one there. So this was at Sheepy Race. They've got they've got one that's got two and a half that so twenty six hundred horsepower, which they didn't give me yesterday. Oh, look at that Corvette. That's lovely. Oh, sweet. Is beautiful. it? Is this just? Is there a car show, or is this just what people drive around here? I think this is. Did you see that ama- that beautiful uh, MG that went, or Triumph TR six that went by before? I missed that one. There's just like see the vet. Love we're it. We're just sitting here. There's like people driving really nice stuff by. Yeah. I is guess this what it, is this what it's like to live in Monterey? I guess so. Huh? I think it is at the golf club. I yeah. think you can't you can't arrive in anything less than you know something special, concourse yeah. quality. Yeah, man, the history and tradition. I mean, it's twelve minutes from a racetrack. It's I guess best, you know racetracks. Oh, here, look, the tr- the transporter is backing up. Someone's all Someone's someone is about to poop out supercars all over. The- <laughs> all over the tarmac here. Something big is coming, for sure. Where do you think that guy backed this transporter down from? Oh, my God. This well, is Monterey Car Week. This whole honestly, No, the whole lawn is transporters. Look, oh, yes. I think yeah. it's a Volvo. Volvo, Volvo, Volvo State, everybody. Wagon, Station yeah. wagon. Listen, if it, was, if it was one of those, I've seen those cool, like, Walkinshaw ones. They're, yes. TWR. Those things are amazing. Those were the days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's, I mean, standard was the sort of had the thermos with the hot soup and the, and the you know, the, the winter blanket and the, on the back shelf, maybe a couple of pet dogs in there. I loved it that they turned that into a sort of badass racer. Yeah. And um, yeah. Cyan, yeah. which uh, is what Polestar became. So Volvo acquired yeah. Polestar and spun that off into uh, an electric car brand. And now Cyan is the racing team. And they've just brought this like resto modded P1800 to America. It's all carbon body. It's 1,000 kilograms, 2,200 pounds, 420 horsepower. Uh, it has a, a Hollinger dogleg five-speed gearbox, limited slip diff, big brakes off the modern car. Yep. I get to have a go next week. I'm, I and saw it's electric? It. No, no, it's no, gas. Okay, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, a turbocharged four-cylinder, two-liter, 420 horsepower gas motor. Yeah. It looks great. No, no, it's the Volvo motor. It's what the Volvo. It's the Volvo one, and it's seven hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Because it's a full carbon fiber body. Yep. And it's like it's not quite a singer, but they're definitely latching on to that type yeah. of market. You know. I've been enjoying seeing what they're doing with the carbon because I've always been used to the traditional weave, and now they've got this. What's it called now? The uh, the, the forged carbon. Forged carbon. Yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. Um, really cool. Zenvo has it on their car, and they call it shredded carbon. Which is a kind of a fun name. It looks like it looks like it's like confettied 
kind yeah, of. Like, did Lambo start with that? Remember yeah, Lambo did it with the yeah. interior panels. Yeah, it's like pressed. Yeah, I'm, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's cheaper because you right. don't have to line up the. Like, is it the, the particle weave. board of carbon fiber? Even though it's still very it has, light. And well, small. what they told me over there is even the lined up where it's lined up, it's just the outer layer that you see. The forged carbon and the and the woven carbon, it's all the same underneath that very top layer. Mm. It's just that it's, they Style. said it's an aesthetic choice. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to get hold of that Zenvo. Phil, give me the keys. I'll be in that straight away. They said they said there is a possibility we can have a go in that blue okay. one. We yeah, need, yeah, We need to. He said the blue one's got 12,000 miles on it. Okay. So that's their, like, durability mule Yeah. or whatever they, whatever they few, call them. A few mule. gentle miles around Laguna. No. Yeah, right? What are tires for? Yeah. Got a four five eight with an exhaust has arrived. Lovely car. Those are great yeah. cars. Four yeah. five eights are excellent cars. That was the end of an era. Yeah. Um, everything since then with the turbo, a very different beast. Yeah. Um, I think the four five eight is the most underneath you Ferrari I've ever driven, and um, as a result, then creeping up in price. Everyone's yeah. recognizing it was a special moment. Yeah. And two two three years ago would have been the time to buy one of those. They were down in the. 150 range, and yeah. now they're just right back up. And they're 430 Scuderia. They're kind of still kind of closely. Un, still underappreciated right. value-wise, those cars. So we should do a timeshare. <laughs> it's not too late. Three ways. Plan yep, Plan sure. B. Okay. I, that's some dangerous shit. <laughs> you got to be, you got to be like, you got to be with the, I have friends who do that, and they are like rich, rich. Like yeah. you got to be, you got to not care. If that thing gets written off, you know, you really got to be Rico Suave to do that. A good relationship with your insurer. (laughs) This is the dangerous thing with auctions, though. If you set through the door, you're asking for trouble. Mm -hmm. Uh It's so so addictive. Because the buzz in the room is... Terrible. You well, now it's all like, about the online auctions. Now it's all about online online shopping. We don't even want because yeah. you know what's crazy is like we my at my shop we help people sell their cars online. It's one of the things that we do. And d- while the auction is up, you know we make the car available seven days a week for inspectors. Yeah. And we've been through like six of these. You know how many people have come to inspect the car? Not enough, I reckon. Zero. Not a one. I, I can't believe it. But then again, you know, you, I'm sure you, you know, you, you do your inspection and you, you wouldn't sell a turkey. But, I mean, um, I don't, well, I, fact of the matter is, I don't know. I yeah. mean, the, I take what the guy, the customer says their yeah. word. We take photographs, but like, I don't know. There's no way I'd do that. With, I, I, you want to see it. You, yeah. You've got to look in the, you know, the areas where it could be rusted out or if someone's put some terrible terrible makeshift right. device in it in there you know yeah. you can tell you kind of get a feeling and, yeah. and you want to know but you it's almost impossible for the internet to tell you know with with, with i suppose with exhaustive pictures you can maybe get it better helps tool. but it's you're still i There's mean some very impressive detectives out there like bring a trailer kind of set that tone but it's only if there's exhaustive pictures and it's what you can see because they can't yeah. turn it on they can't feel it they can't you know feel the steering go Ooh, this yeah pushing's kind of going it's yeah. not like a virtual tour of a house yeah I have friend. My friend just bought a house sight unseen. Yeah. Swear to God, bought a house in a different city, completely sight unseen. Wow. It actually worked out okay for him. He got there and he was and he was like, it, it worked out all but, right. Yeah. But did did someone check it out for him? No. Wow. I mean, he had a home inspection. Like yeah, like a, like an inspector did. That's, yeah. That's pretty brave. What do we got there? We've got a uh, 488 Pista and a GT3 RS with uh, oh GT2 RS matching two? colors too. It's a two RS. With, yeah, uh, yeah, they're they are rolling in. Was that GT two? I think it was a two. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's only a two. Of, of the them, RSs. I this van. This they're rowdy. Yeah, they're great. They're they're excellent cars. They're really amazing. I got I had a I was very fortunate to spend a day doing passenger rides in a GT three RS, and then um, 
I was throwing the keys to the GT2 and I thought, oh, what does this be like? And it, the difference between them was really remarkable. And uh, the way it, the GT2 would just dive into the apex, it's just got that much more precision with the front end. So you can really put it where you I want. I think it's even wider front end than the three, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was surprised. I just thought that, that there was that much difference in pure handling. I mean, when you get on the power, the turbo obviously gives you a bigger surge and that was great. So, but it just had, it just had a way better steering on it. It was just way better. Uh, what stood out to me about that thing was just how effortless the speed was. I mean, it was just insanely yeah. fast, but actually very easy to drive. It, was, it didn't really make you work for it yeah. too much. It was great. I love the 911s. They're, they're grand. So um, I've got a 997 turbo, so it's a bit old. old. Yeah, but those are great. They're really they're fun. excellent. It was the last manual transmission. Of, well, they've, they've reintroduced that in recent years, but you, have, you, know, you kind of have to go out of your way. Zach just it. got to have a go in the, in the Sport Classic, which is the rear-wheel drive... Turbo S with a stick. Which yeah. year? It's brand new. Brand new. 23, oh, okay, 2023. Okay. I can't talk about the it's embargoed and all that stuff, but it's Did, oh, those, are, those are the car. But parts. you could it's pretty a, much guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. the three seven turbo motor, but it's turned down a little bit to protect the transmission. And it's got right. a seven speed manual and big brakes and all that. Did stuff. you like it? Am I allowed to say that? You can. I think that I think you can non specifically say whether you liked I mean, it. Or it's, it's a big power car that puts the power to the rear. You know, that's, you know. I like that recipe. All right. I like that recipe. Well, for the audience, he's nodding and smiling. <laughs> well, what I will say is, I got to see their storage with 700 cars in it, and seeing the generations of 911, you see how much they've grown. Yeah. So your 997, in my opinion, is kind of like. I think the best looking year. It seems like the right size, but it's got the modern shape to it. That's so true. The, the size. Big. They're big. And you don't notice it. You look at it on a, on a photograph or something. And, oh, they, they, it looks the same as previous years. But no, I, when you when park, you park next, it next to an older one. They're way bigger. Yeah. Like, and all the fenders are taller. There's a big, yeah. uh, like a roll to it. It's, it's like, like Formula One. I mean, soon yeah. enough, the Formula One car is going to be as big as a county. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Meanwhile, my Lamborghini Countach is tiny. And it looks big in pictures. It does look big. And, and yeah. yes, you'd think it's a huge yeah. muscle car. Yeah. You've got a Contash. I do. I'm so it's jealous. The best. What color? Red with gold wheels. Yes. It rules. I'd love that in black. Sure. Uh, just, black works. That, I remember watching Rain Man, that beat, that when, the, when they're coming off the boat, just love that yeah. scene. All oh, yeah, up, all yeah, the, all the different colors. Yeah. Such a cool, cool film. Justin Bell is in the house. Yeah. Right. You want to tag team in? I've won the seat. I've won the seat. One Englishman here to another. He's, com he's coming ben, in hot. Thank ben you. will be here all. He'll be here all weekend. Literally. See you very soon. Thanks, Ben. Thank Justin you, ben. Bell is in the house. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, brother? <clears throat> Welcome. Hey, nice to see you. What's going on uh, with, the, with the Batman what, GMT? Yeah, what's Looking going good. On is, Let me adjust your bezel. Yeah, can you do that? There we go. You're, 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 you weren't lined up. Um, I've never lined up. <laughs> well, fancy seeing a guy like you in a place like this. I know, right? I mean, well, I'm never at car things. Never at car things. This is, I mean, it's beautiful, isn't it? What a way to kick it Perfect off. Perfect weather. I just drove the, up. Did you drive up or did you? Yeah. Did you get a press car? What did you drive in? No, I just came up with my kids and oh. my son in the truck. Wah, wah. Um, do you know what? I just left it too late. I just didn't. You didn't ask. didn't ask. You have to ask to if receive. If you don't ask, you don't get. I right? got a Blackwing Cadillac. That's really. It'll be nice. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. If do I, they if, know that it's not going back in the same condition? <laughs> I pre-warned pre yeah. them. Oh. You Ben, you're blocking the shot, buddy. Ben, your ass is in our camera. Can't <laughs> right. yeah, the man's always got to be on camera? No, I already told. I told them like, listen, mm. order up new tires now. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> when they pick when they when the agency come to pick it up and they do that little walk around. Yeah. Do you, I don't, do you feel the same as that? They do the walk around. I don't care if I only went to 
Ralph's in it. They, they just find walk something. around and you go, hmm. hmm. I hope they didn't. I mean, hope they that. Did that bug hit it real hard? I know. I. I but, but then you know I see what? the way they, some of these idiots treat these cars, and oh, you go, dude. "Okay, I'm not even in that." By league. some of these idiots, do you mean like oh, Motor Trend? Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's 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 Motor Trend. There, and I Randy's mean, here too. We'll we'll we'll, mug, we'll 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 put his feet to the fire well, about that. Well, if anyone <laughs> can totally torture a perfectly reasonable car, it's Randy. And Johnny, the and team, Johnny. the team of Randy and Johnny yeah, together. Yeah, but I mean, just that's the difference. The difference is, Randy does it. I mean, I'd said if Johnny was sitting here right now. Oh, me too. And Johnny, I will say Johnny, this next Sunday to his face. Yeah, exactly. When he goes up Pikes Peak. Yeah. Um, Randy has spectacular wrecks because he's on the limits of human performance. Right. Johnny's going for the glory John, with the photo. Johnny is. We love him, but the history books will never say. Johnny was the fastest man in no, that car. But he said, hold my beer right before yeah. right before sending actually, it. And we love that. Johnny doing Pikes Peak, just for anyone who's Johnny Liebman is doing, our dear friend, is doing Pikes Peak. And do you know, when, he, when I heard, I called him. I called him and I went, do you realize what the fuck you're doing? <laughs> I said, I have, I've done Le Mans 12 times and I slept less that week of Pikes Peak than doing Le Mans. Because, to because of, Indy, because of nervousness, because of the altitude, it, because of the time of, of day, what was it? Because of the danger that it involves. Really? Absolutely. For me... Is it because you see the cliffs? Why is yeah, it? Yeah, 10x more than doing Le Mans. Really? 240 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour at the straight of Le Mans. It's I, not I as have dangerous to admit, as I'm, I'm actually shocked to hear that. Yep. It's Really? Yeah. Just because you can't... You're acutely aware of what could go wrong if it goes wrong? Yeah, I think it is. So, wow, it's, it's, it's that's a so bit interesting. Like that. there's, funny, no, there's no margin. Yeah, right? no margin. It's a bit like that funny game like I'm sure we've all played, right? We, You know when you're, you're walking along a curbing, a piece of curbing, right? You could yeah. walk it. And you walk along and you go, you just, you could, it's like a little tightrope, but it's easy right. to do, right? You walk in a straight line, it's six inches wide. Now pretend there's a thousand foot drop <laughs> yeah, on that side. I, I would hold on to it with my legs yeah. around it and slide, right? Totally. No reason I should fall off more. I just thought Pikes Peak for oh, me. I never got to the we're getting, we're getting some really cool cars coming by. Jeez, the nine fourteen six race car. That's a sweet. That one. looks cool, doesn't wow. it? Sorry, continue. You were doing. You were. Uh, no, I just, I, we're I distracted think, by this yeah, metal coming. But isn't by. that the idea? Yeah, I guess it's like we're, we're like the old guys in the Muppets sitting in the balcony. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no. no but judging. I mean, I, I admire Johnny a lot for it. He's taken advice. I, you know, so I, like, well, you're you, you know, having grown up, son of an accomplished racing driver, a racing driver yourself. You, when you did Pike Speak, you were like racing, racing. So to win, yeah. I feel like Johnny's doing it, just. You know, he, he wants to go fast. He wants to put up a good time, but he's doing it for the, the story experience. and the experience. He's going to get to, get to and the so top. And so it might be a little less scary yeah. when you're just driving it like that. Yeah, I mean, I like think... Like if I was driving it, that's yeah. how I would be doing it. You know, and to get to the top, you come around that last left-hander and you see the flag out and you go, thank I made it. And then six minutes later, it started snowing. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's the only place where the longer you spend in the car, the tires, as you got the tires are getting colder. Yeah, It yeah. does not happen at Laguna Seca. Oh, that's interesting. I mean? they, yeah, they you know, get you're colder. You're struggling to keep tire temperature in. Oh. And um, yeah. just mind-numbing. I have But to, I wait, because of the altitude, do the temps go down and the pressures go up? I th well, Does the tire pressure get higher inside well, the tire the as you're going? No, not if they're running nitrogen. No, yeah, think, yeah. But, but 
Some engineer is going to be screaming at his someone's going to at his iPod right now. Yeah, yeah. No, but what car did you run? I ran that uh, Lexus. It was called an uh, RCF Concept GT Concept. It was. Oh. It came before they started racing in IMSA. Uh The year before, they were just testing the waters and things. Car looked gorgeous. Uh, They got tested at at Fuji, and someone went, "He doesn't need first gear because at Fuji you don't." They've never been to Pikes Peak, where you really do well, need. Well, there's hairpins, yeah. And so it was just, it was like, and oh, I so his first gear just really long, yeah, or, yeah, or I just need, well, they just figured they didn't need it. So you need first well, gear in some of those hairpins, like twenty six of them or something. But <laughs> I, all I know is I started out with a a theoretical like four hundred and fifty horsepower, yeah. and ended with about seventy. Yeah, it yeah. felt like. <laughs> I mean, well, that's like, why I'm not worried about about Johnny. He's driving no. a GT4 club it's a sport. Perfect he'll have he'll have 115 horsepower by the time he yeah, gets no, to the exactly. top. Yeah, no, exactly. And he's in. And I saw him last week. He's in racing weight. Yeah, no, he's ready to go. He's looking good. I'm assuming sarcastic. Are you going? No, I'm not. Zach I'm not. and I are going. Are you going to go? What yeah, we're going to go. What are we going to do? Are you going to um, do a show? A, that's an interesting question. We're going to do shows. Um, we're going to set up at the finish line of the practice days okay. and record shows like this with drivers stopping to sit and chat with us. We got a Ford Lightning, the electric truck, nice. and we're going to get some induction burners and cook bacon, egg, and cheeses for everybody and the, and the bed, cook some breakfast. Do you know what this tells me? That we are have our priorities in order. You exactly. <laughs> you you need you need something serious in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it tells. This me. is work that we this, figured out how to make this I, shit work. I yeah. do. I love it. That's yeah, good. and we're gonna and we're gonna shadow um, Larry Chen, the photographer, because okay, be he's good. been so many times. He knows yeah. the you know the great I love spots it. for watching. It's when you're sitting there in the parking, waiting to go up the hill, three thirty in the morning, at four o'clock or whatever, five o'clock, four thirty, and you're sitting in a line of parked cars. Wondering what am I doing here? <laughs> and then I got, I did the middle section first. I never drove the hill uh, before. I went twice up in the thing. I never did a simulator. I never did anything. I you just never, turned Did up. you never drove it just at tourist well, speed at all? Yeah, tourist okay. speed. Yeah. As you know, there's a very big difference between being on that side of the road looking at an apex to this side of the road. Of course. You know? So yeah. um, I, but I sat there and I, at the first morning I'm there and you're halfway up the hill at the mountain and we have our little meeting and it's really like the world's most best known club event yeah right it is it's so low-key but it's so big it's a it's a nice mix and the guy goes the official said so we're we're gonna go in 10 minutes and i'm looking going it's fucking dark what are you talking about i'm not driving out there and there's snow over there and there's ice and you know i it was and then unfortunately a motorbike rider fell off and died you know oh, what no. i mean in front of us and that put it yeah and you just go this is all very bad yeah um, but i loved it i'm glad that in a world where we're supposed to wear a seatbelt to go for crap you know you you have that well, it, it does not make sense right you don't have like a good hill climb culture in this country you if you go Chelsea to Walsh new zealand, and, yeah new you know, zealand with the millens do it all they've got hill climbs every weekend yeah, you know and in, in the in england they've got a bunch Massive, of hill climbs yeah, yeah. We don't. We haven't figured out how to make that work here. It's basically time attack. Yeah, of its own it's a kind. Better of time attack. Better time attack. Yeah. I mean, have you seen some of those English those guys? They got yeah. the, like ex Formula One cars <laughs> up the hill. <laughs> I mean, crazy. and then you go yeah. and you go. If the guy was sitting here now, I'd be like, Hey, listen, if you could park my car yeah. around there, and it turns out he's you know twenty seven times champion at Chelsea yeah, Walls yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I mean, he probably. 
craps himself if he ever saw the same point twice. Yeah. He'd never done a track, yeah. probably, but he does hills. I, I, mean, I, I watch all that on like Instagram. A, they have like a box truck, uh, and it has all their championships listed on it, and it's multiple columns, multiple. and they have built their own tube-frame, open-wheel, twin-turbo V6-powered whatever, yeah. and then it takes yeah. off. You're like, these are serious people. Yeah. These are X serious. Indy car but talking about, I mean, I know that we're not here to talk about all that, but I was, this our show. Do I was stunned last week reading an article about the Isle of Man TT. Oh, yeah. Another guy died last week. Two guys died one day Every after the other. Every single year somebody Every year, dies. two already yeah. this year. It just makes you go. And this guy I has won it. This guy, this guy had won it an insane amount of times. Who, who died, you know? Just an old dude, gray hair, and he's won everything. He's won it so many times, and he just got it wrong and died, you know? And That, uh, that must be the most dangerous race I think it's the, the world, most right? dangerous race in the world. Because someone... What other, what other event do they run where somebody dies every single no, time? No. I mean, I well, what other event do they do where people, they're going 200 miles an hour past the church on two wheels? You know, I don't know. That's crazy. It. Yeah. Have, you, have you been there to see it? No, but you know who went? Bruce Meyer and those guys took a big trip there a really? few years ago just because they're you know they're bike guys they yeah. love it and I, uh, they said it was one of the best things they've ever done. I, I we have should to do, go. Why don't we organize we, a trip go. and just go? And I would love to do it. Because I, I think it... One day it's going to stop, and we're going to go. Yeah. We didn't go and watch the rocket take off. Like you mm -hmm. know, I mean, it'll, one day I'm sure they'll stop. I wonder it. if the Isle of Man can afford to stop. They it. probably can't. They get 95 percent of their annual revenue from that race. And do you know what? They're not you know? telling people to race it. I mean, you know, human right. nature should be: you don't have to jump out of a car. Well, that you don't flare have, side is very nice. Yeah. you don't have to drive on a race and, track. You, you know, and there's other other cultures and countries are a little more about personal responsibility when it comes to that yeah, kind of stuff. And it's a very yeah. unique event. I think it pulls in unique people. I mean, you listen yeah. to interviews with these guys, you know, Joey Dunlop and the others. Like Joey, yeah. they they could have tried MotoGP, but it, it wasn't in their path or they didn't, weren't exposed to it. But yeah. this Fucking seems, pussies. I yeah. think it's just like it seems a little bit more um, as of an option because it's nearby. It's not, I got to travel yeah. to Spain and now I got to travel to Italy. It's like, here's this thing. And, this it's, is, and they it's do it. It's our gladiator battle. And yeah, they do it. You ever watch the video of, uh, of Guy Martin narrating his lap? Yeah. He's watching the, the onboard yeah, yeah, footage yeah. and narrating it. Oh, that bit's quiet. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, okay, you're fucking crazy. This no, guy. but they are. I think bike riders, in my opinion. Right here, you're going do... 190. There's a drainage ditch here. Yeah. You got to avoid that. Like, yeah. okay. No, I think they, the, the bike riders, you look at them at Goodwood. You know, there's you got you know like Richard Petty will be at Goodwood Festival Speed, and and then out would come, you know, and then there'll be my dad, or there'll be Jackie X, or Sterling Moss, or someone like that. And then there's this little old like like guy that looks like something like what's the guy in a Lord of the Rings when he's like Gollum? Frodo. Gollum. He comes out Gollum and he's got this little leather thing on and, and he's got like a hunchback and you and then he like gets his leg over on the bike and fucking takes off like a lunatic. It's and okay, buddy. You're gonna you're gonna beat this thing. And he is and they are like geniuses, yeah. you know, and they and they're all mad as F. They really are. Yeah. Someone just beat the motorcycle quarter mile record. I think they did two sixty on a bike in a quarter mile. No thanks. No thanks. Crazy. I mean effectively you've got a rocket out of your ass. There's your yeah, 90, there's, there's 19. 19. Very low key. Um, so, so on cue. Oh, what oh, T-shirt am I wearing? Oh, I'm wearing my own my own race car that my I won the mall in. I sent this by a fan called Tommy Kendall. <laughs> no, actually, is he just no, trolling you by sending you? He gave me the McLaren one. This was sent to me by Jeff. That's Mosley. a cool shirt. And you know, um, yeah, you raced that car. Viper GTSR. Is that GTSR? GT. 
GTSR. GTSR, right? Yeah. And this was 98 when we won the race. Was that a fun race car to drive? Yeah. Way better than the road cars. You know, the whole thing with the Vipers was people would say, oh, your race, your race car, you know, you're racing a Viper. It, you know, the Vipers are horrible on the road. That first gen, I went, our car has nothing to do with your car. It was a full-blown <laughs> carbon fiber race car you know it had to did have a bit of viper in it but yeah, it yeah. was it was you know as as good as the corvettes are now so i so then i get in the road car and scare myself shitless <laughs> i think back in the race car and realize it, they were nothing like it but those um, early cars are kind of getting in my head a little yeah, bit as being a little charming I aren't know. they they're well, charmingly again, shitty because they're badly behaved <laughs> and as we get we, older God, we love i those, love man. the badly behaved you know they're going to have some time in all these cars. Can you imagine when the next, the next range of Teslas, whatever, Lucids are going to have AI that can tell what our intentions are? Right. And we, you and I, aren't even going to get out of the parking lot. They're going to say, "A, no." Just kill me. And you know, just, just kill just me. Kill me. That's when a Viper, a first gen, any of the Vipers, the ones with the plastic windows and shit. I'm all of a sudden I'm like, "Ooh, oh, yeah, that's no, I know. charming." Well, I had one of the GT2s. They made, it was very funny, after we won the championship, 97, we went, uh, I, it was in the middle of that big Chrysler, Daimler Chrysler merger and all that. I thought I was going to be racing for Mercedes the next year. I thought, I won the championship for Chrysler, it's going to be great. So we're in at the Rensen, and we had this big award thing, a celebration, and they said, oh, we're making 100 limited edition cars. Uh, special GT2 spec at the time you know it wasn't spec but they're calling the gt2s it has a white stripe a wing on it no other markings very special i went well i won in number 52 so i'll take number 52 i had no money <laughs> about six months later this fax came through to going if you could send us sixty-eight thousand dollars, and i'm like what do you mean sixty-eight thousand? so i went to chrysler well, i just UK. won the championship though i thought, I, give I thought you me. would just i thought i would just get one so i went to chrysler uk who I was doing a lot of work with, and I said, I've got a great idea. You'll never have this car. But if you buy it, no, no, what I did, I think I said, if you, you know, we need money. 10 days. I'll give you 10 of these amazing track days in this car. Oh, that's great. What's it going to cost us? $68,000. <laughs> <laughs> and you take care of the import. So yeah. they did it all. And then I sold it when I moved here to buy a house in the States. But, but was it, was it, it was did it perfect. drive oh like it was supposed oh, to drive? it was just great. So if you do see one of the number one to a hundred, they're really nice cars. Really? They're, they're, okay, they're really the nice to know. Yeah, that's really got a beautiful white curved wing on it and, you know, very nice. Blue interior. Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah they're, that car, I think, they're just, they're starting to get, a, a, they're starting, starting to, get to go up. People right are now. getting it. People are, you know, because they're super analog, no electronics, and and there are not. A, there's a core group of people that are really looking for that yeah. right now. How much um, do you want to drive Gordon Murray's car? Oh, oh my God, so like bad. More than, like more than anything. Like actually, one car in the world that yeah. I need to drive now is his car. Yeah, I just saw a 20 second video of Instagram yeah. of it going through a tunnel, and I was like, yeah. yes, I need. Please that, give me. And Gordon has designed it. He yeah. did the original McLaren F1. The he's designed fan. it. Mm. Yeah, he's done it to bring back your responsibility as a driver to yeah. drive it well. Yeah, you know. How, um, I mean, it's a what three nine liter V twelve, twelve thousand RPM, yeah. eleven thousand RPM manual gearbox. I mean, what is not? It to will probably like? be one of the most cars that delivers the most tactile feedback. Well, they bought it ever. back, and you it have to. Be. We'll probably see one of them here at this event next year. Probably. I bet you will. Yeah. Probably right. At least. So you just got here. Yeah, I did. We've been we've been chatting with folks uh, about what cars they've brought out. Uh, suffice to say, the list has been 
excessive. Yeah, I bet it has. I know. Yeah, were you here last year? No, I just okay. saw. I watched the video. It's uh, it's it's going to be pretty over the top. Yeah, it's Hypercar Invitational. Yeah, they've got they're bringing these Valkyries. Oh, uh, the like factory that. car, and then yeah. one customer car yeah. as well. Um, and uh, you know the Zenvo guys are here with these two That's cars. Quite interesting. I don't know much. about I just them. poked around that car. What do you it's, think? I like it that looks rear wing, pretty the cool. It, the tilting rear tilting wing. Rear, I mean, I'm all, I'm not really in favor of anything that can move that controls my life at the back of a car. <laughs> But I'm sure it's pretty well engineered. That's so funny. Ben said the same thing. <laughs> the racing driver, the fucking, the amateur rich guys around What's here are like, cool. ooh, yeah, cool. And the racing drivers are like, nah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> We've seen so what DRS funny. does. <laughs> right. So now funny. imagine the wing comes off. Like, what, if you're, what if you have to counter steer suddenly? Does the wing then flip the other way? Well, I don't well, know. It's, it's hydraulic, not electronic. So it, it might be able to go fast. It I don't doesn't know. react to steering angle. I don't, or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, snap over steer. It could yeah. be a. Electronic's faster than hydraulic. That's why but Range Rover went to uh, it's electronic. It's 1,200 horsepower. It's a lot of fucking power. It's a lot of power. The world needs 1,200 horsepower. Of course it does. Of course mean, it does. God. <laughs> I don't think we're going... Well, actually, that's bullshit, what I'm saying is. Because mankind's pursuit of just stupidity in, in far shit... Well, I think always exist. You know, part sure. of me is like, oh, this is our future's crap, you know, with these electric cars. But actually, no, it's not. We're going to be sitting here going, can you believe they got 3,000 horsepower? Yeah. This thing does, no, it'll actually make you have I think a, that the a hemorrhoid as it takes off the we line. We will have that. My concern is the hollowing of the middle. Yeah. My concern is that we will run out of reasonably affordable, engaging Good. cars. The there entries be, of the world. The, the people with a billion dollars will have plenty of choices yeah. Yeah. of what to buy. Everyone else is not. That Everyone is a really is good point. You know? And as someone whose job it is to review consumer-grade yeah. sports cars, You're gonna be it's really cutting in on my action. I know. <laughs> We're gonna, but we're gonna be doing. You know what we're gonna be doing? We're gonna be going. We're gonna, people are gonna say, and I've got a, a nice, sixty-eight Mustang. Fast. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. You know, and now you'll be like, oh, it's all right. But yeah. you know, we're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna have people like the Bruce Myers and the Canapas and people and you going, talking like drug dealers on a corner, going, I've got, I've got fifty gallons of race gas. I'll see you out at Thermal, yeah. right? You know, I mean, that's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah. Have um, you ever ordered uh, drums of race fuel to your home? Uh, no, because when I was sponsored by VP, uh, I did not need them to come to my home, but I did have them delivered. I've, uh, I'm getting this Porsche that has, you know, the, the, the pump gas tune and then the race gas okay. tune. And, you know, it's fine on the pump gas yeah, tune, yeah. like, no problem. But uh, they were like, you. it's really a lot more fun on the race oh, gas really? tune. Oh, my God. And so I've inquired about what it takes to get a drum uh, oh. shipped to your house. Turns out, it's not, not a big deal at all. It's not a big deal at all. Credit card online, yeah. and off it comes. 50-gallon drum, right? 50-gallon drum with one of those, that's only a one of those million shanty, dollars. One of those yeah. shanty <laughs> hand crank pumps. Yeah, no, that's what you need. You, you know, regular gas is so expensive right now that race the, the, race, the racing gas is actually no, not no. so bad hey, by what's comparison. Good, what's diesel at the moment? Has that gone more. up? More. Diesel's more, more than super. Because I was thinking that we were talking about trucks on the way yeah, up. Yeah, no. The diesel the diesel's a real problem, and shipping cars has gotten very expensive Shoot. because of it. Well, I, you know, we host Pebble Beach, you know, yeah. with Sandra Button, and the whole crew. So I was up here two weeks ago for meetings with Jason. And uh, there's, you know, there's a point, it doesn't matter how rich someone is, when it's $100,000 to ship a car from Hong Kong yeah. or 75 or something, you go, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. And, and, you know, people do that. They have still have some incredible Well, I've cars always coming. thought it was, oh, GT2 RS going by. Yeah. I've always thought it was interesting that, that, that 
especially for the, you know, it shows you how prestigious the Pebble Beach auctions are, that somebody would ship a car yeah. from the other side of the world to be auctioned off here in person, yeah. you know, and, and if, it, you know, it doesn't sell, now you got to so ship, ship it back. It, you're 150 grand down. <laughs> I mean, it's really crazy. I know. But, but it's but yeah, just there a decimal a, point. There's a number that sounds so insane in your the head. People, that yeah, it's yeah, it is amazing to think that, we are three months, less than three months away, two, June, July, August, two months away from this being the epicenter yeah. of modern car uh, showcase. We, well, and we've been reminded of it this quiet. whole time we've been sitting here. We've been sitting here for like an hour and a half. Cool cars keep coming yeah. by unrelated to this event. I know. Classic Corvettes and British Roadsters. And a guy was a guy. I just watched a guy throw his golf bags into a, a Jaguar's saloon from like the late wow. 60s and cruise away. Like it's just it's just it here. Just it's already it. here. I was saying to the boys, Oliver and, and Grant, his buddy, you know, when Oliver, Ollie came out with me because he just graduated from college two weeks, uh, high school two weeks ago. So he came out with me just to be with me. And we drove up and. We walked out of there meeting the, the, the Pebble Beach Concours offices like a, a couple of miles from here on the left. And as we walk out, there was a 275 GTB 4 in that silver that only Ferrari can oh, do. Oh, yeah, the rate, yeah. And you just go, I mean, this is a car. This yeah. is, that was a car show on its own. We're just here. Yeah, we're, just here. we are here for I don't this even now. Know, I didn't know whose it was. I mean, you know, anywhere else, I mean, you wouldn't expect it. But here, it's just like, that's what you do. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I'm seeing full, you know, you can, I can really tell, hello, uh, the, the folks who, the, you know, you can really tell there's some really rich guys there's here because really they're guys. really, it's the proper California underdressed. I was about guy. to say underdressed <laughs> really un slash not quite dressed properly it's, at it's, all. It's all about yeah. wearing a $25 t-shirt and a $25,000 watch. That's the, that's the attire for this event. Also right. known as Matt Farrow. <laughs> you don't think I dressed for the event? I dressed for the event. Well, I guess it is a I did. I brought. I wore my best watch and a cheap, basic T-shirt. You came to That's look part I, of the thing. I'm ready to play. That's what I did. I. Uh, so, what are we expecting from this weekend? Well, we've got we've got a Tell nice me, a street drive. Yeah. We've got a. I was not here last time. This is oh, my first time. Oh, okay. But I'm. Ex I've got this Cadillac Blackwing. I'm going to be lapping Laguna with. You're going to be taking some laps and some things, some presumably. Things. Yeah, I got my gear here. Yeah. Well, we 10, 20 minutes in the house, and I went, my race bag. Yeah. Shit. Turn around. <laughs> oh, no. Went back and go. Yeah. That's why I was a bit late. But um, no, I mean the tour tomorrow. They're going to love it. Yeah. Um, they got a runway. They got for... a runway. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'd like to see your car take off down there. That'll be good. I'm going to run that. It's someone else's car. It's the best. Um, and uh, I'm going to get the boys a couple of rides, and I'll, I guess you know, just. And there's out. a there's I'm a avoid, race car studiously group. avoid being driven by owners of these cars though that to me you don't ride right i don't seat. ride right seat. no i, I don't, I, I ride don't right anymore i used to well there is a number <laughs> i mean i because you know i used to have a racing school i yeah. had the you know the just about corvette driving school uh it used to be vipers we started with vipers oh wow on michelin with no michelin deal with no abs no traction control literally the margins were quite narrow anyway and i'd see someone go out on a new set of tires into the chicane at moroso you know pump me Lock them up, and I go. Well, that's it. We should go home now, because you know they just did a thousand dollars of tires that, on the spot. Uh, that you know, track has a like a three-quarter mile straightaway. It's too, becoming, it? I think, an Amazon so distribution long. center now. Oh they no! They ran there last weekend, like a month ago. Oh, it's now that's just been taken over as this 
distribution. Um, That's sad. Isn't so that anyway, the only Miami area racetrack? No, track they now? have a new one that Elio Castroneves is involved oh, with. Oh, really? Down like a Monticello, like a little oh. thermal down in horrible area of Miami, but it doesn't matter. It's but right it's a track. in town. Every track's um, in a horrible area, area except this one. And uh, so another, another SVJ. Wow. Well, All right. So They're I just really don't drive. I just don't like being driven by other people. But sometimes, because I used to, I've trained a lot of people. You get some guy go, oh, well, I'd really like you to do it. And you go, I just don't really. What car have you got? And if they go something, you know, they said, I've got a McLaren 720. I'd be like, I just don't want to do it. Because yeah. A, the car is so fast, so easy to drive. You, you're you going to be going way too fast. Yeah. And you're not even going to know you're going fast. Yeah. Because the cars are so amazing. Yeah, you don't back crash one of those stuff. at 50. You no. crash one of those at 150. Back to the, exactly, back to the analog visceral experience. In the old day, oh shit, oh lock up, oh yeah. we miss a gear. It would naturally, your lack of ability or experience was evident by the way the car would respond. Right now, I'm not going to use the the English description for it, but any old can drive a McLaren sure. fast. Yeah. I mean because they're so freaking good. That's, right, that's the thing with those cars. And yeah. you know, and that's what happens. When you own an SVJ, yeah. Um, so you, you said it depends on what car. They what had. car would you? What, yeah. what car? If it said they had a Miata or an E36 M3, would you? I'd say yeah. Let's more say it's going to have more fun. We can slide it around. We yeah. can do it. Yeah, yeah. Or they say how much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately now, I mean, now you can instruct from the pits. Yeah. With a with a, a camera and yeah. telemetry system. I, just, I mean, if I you just, have a video V box, I just I just. You know, I'd rather, you know, if we sat, I sat next to you, you know, I want to see how your hands move. I want to see how mm. your body energy is. I want to, you know, I can feel how you're going to drive before we even leave the pits. Mm. Um, but in a supercar, you know, these top That's, cars, yeah, they are allowing people through technology to, to be at a level. Like they actually put them in without the finishing touches. It takes you from a shitty golfer like me to being a Tiger Woodsy standard golfer on more than one shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Good still point. can yeah, fuck yeah. it up. But never before has that happened. Yeah. You know? No, the the the, the level of performance accessible to anybody with money right it, now is pretty staggering. Yeah, it is. Um, Which is why racing the, has deteriorated in certain aspects because yeah. you know, when you're breaking the carbon ceramic brakes, you can't mess up a gear gear shift. Remember the old days, you come out of a corner and if you're oh shit, a missed shift and twelve yeah. cars ago by, you know? Yeah, yeah. Bad but good. But the um Yeah. It's it, it is it is wild that that level of performance has gotten so accessible, but we're getting to a point now where even that is like too it's 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 we're at the upper limit of we're that. We're at the upper limit. We're yeah. at the upper limit. And we're gonna see some I'm looking forward to seeing this this Valkyrie thing. So am I. This level with the AMG one, yeah. this Valkyrie thing. Now yeah. we're at the level of yeah. okay, yeah. Like it's uh, getting it's getting really hairy. You I know? mean, my friends at uh, Fusion, you know, motor car guys, uh -huh. they they sold uh, one of their buddies uh, a Senna GTR the other day, and I've driven a Senna, but not the GTR, not on a racetrack. So they, we took it out to thermal. And the car never turned, a, it did done 30 miles. So I'm like, you know, tires, you know, the thermal guys are great. They checked it over and I headed out. But I treated it like a race car. Yeah. 
because when you put on a helmet in that car, it becomes it, a race it car. It might as well be it a race car. It might as well car, be yeah. a full. And there's a difference. There's a switch that goes off in like mine or Randy's head where you you suddenly have to put on your like big boy pants and drive it like a real race car. Oh, is mm-hmm. going to hurt? And as I got it up to speed, I'm going, this is absolutely blindingly outrageous. I mean, I was absolutely blown away. And... Then in terms I of how, how easy the, it was to go well, fast, or easy just, to the edge, or just the like fact anything. that it's just a, it was so far. that it existed. All you know what I mean? You could get up to eighty percent in it, relatively. To go the other side of that, you had to really get on it because the commitment level through the corners mm. and stuff. And I, I took people round it, round in it, and you know they're like, "Oh, this is fast. It's good." I'm going. No, you have no idea. <laughs> I'm using all my skills here. You know, the other end, because the cars are so glued. And you know, I do this for a living, and this yeah. is hard for me. <laughs> the owner, the new owner. Yeah. I, I took him out in a normal, a smaller McLaren, a BMW, one of their track cars, then a 600 LT or something, mm-hmm. and then this. And um, he did two laps. Yeah. Pulled in and said, I'll put it in the garage now. <laughs> Thank you. That was lovely. That's like, that's like, that is the equivalent of me finally getting a date with Heidi Klum and having, you know, getting her all, you know, lubed up and ready for action and 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 drugs and alcohol. And then me going, do you know what? I really, Netflix has got a great new season on. You know, I I need to watch it. I went to drive that Lamborghini Ascenza thing and they made 40 of them. Yeah. And they said half of their customers had never been on a racetrack before. And I go, that's insane. This car is like next level performance. And they go, well, in fairness, they probably won't ever drive them. They'll probably look at them in the the garage and that'll be that. So at least like there is one of those that's coming here. So at least someone someone has brought one out. Which is... which is hopefully a, the other twenty, you know, the twenty twenty are never going to be driven in the garage. Hopefully uh, the other twenty are going to be are going to be at racetrack, country clubs, yeah. and and twenty of them shouldn't be driven. driven probably. Yeah. They should be just, you know, they should be parked, yeah, and looked yeah. at, and rubbed yeah. on. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I think we'll have a good time. It's my favorite place in America, actually, oh, being up here. Best track ever. I love, I love the track. How I did love you the forget to get a press car? Do you know what? I was in St. Bart's the last week. Yeah, that's how. Just that's a, how. On a wedding. You and you got you and Ben right now are like the tannest Englishmen. I know. We did. did that's an oxymoron. Yeah. You know. Ben uh, walked up and it was like, "Where have you been? Uh, you look great." I just don't know how I messed up on a press car. My son reminded me the whole way out. <laughs> did you want Randy? Yeah, go, Randy. You want to go find Randy for us? Randy. Go, Randy. Go go dig Randy out. Randy. Randy, can we borrow you, brother? We need to get Randy Popes on the program. It's like looking Lucky at a done. Catholic priest that goes fast, isn't it? Yes. Look at him. <laughs> there he is. Turns out to be What's one of happening? the first. I'm just saying you, you want to come you have, look, a, so have a seat in the chat so real quick, Randy? Randy? So not. You want to come join us? Come sit down. And by that, I mean kick out Justin Bell. This is Randy Pope's. <laughs> Randy. Super fast, slightly deranged. Can we borrow you for a minute, Randy? mad. We're legally obligated. <laughs> What's My happening, pleasure. brother? You've Welcome. You've hard, Matt. Well, you know, we're around. You know Zach? Zach, Randy? Years ago, but it's okay. Yeah, Zach. Nice you remember? I do. We, we were, I'm honored. I do. I'm honored. Hi, Zach. What's we going on? The, the Discovery documentary at uh, Pikes Peak. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. On the edge? Yep. We're How was the... Uh, I know, I know. I'm excited back. for you. I'm How excited. was your drive up? Produce well, truck? let's see. We, we got to borrow a Bentley. Oh, nice. Which Bentaya. one? Oh, yeah. It was... Serene. Good massage seats in that one. Oh, 
I didn't know. I just get in. Yeah, no, they got one. We got the black wing. It's got massage seats too. But you had to go in that, right? The manual, I did. the manual transmission Cadillac. I did, yeah, CT5 and yeah, yeah. CT4. They're great. Which did you like better? Love them. Oh, the five. The five. The power. Yeah. The CT4 is kind of a better car. Yeah, yeah. But you know, power rules. Yeah. <laughs> power the, rules. The one we have now. V8, man. The one we have now looks like it has tires that came fresh off of one of your tests. <laughs> <laughs> I called Could the. Could have been ours. I called the Cadillac guy and I was like, uh. These are going to be real toasted by the time you get them back. But uh, were you here last year? Or is this your first time at Hypercar? Hey, man, you get a good heat cycle on those tires. They'll be fine. You can run them all week. They'll be fine. <laughs> you won't go very fast, but your burnouts will be epic. <laughs> they will be. Yeah. That- I think I've been at every Hypercar invitation. Have you? This is my first one, so what, can I, what, what, what can I expect? Cool cars everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you might get to drive some of them. That would be nice. Every time you turn around. You know, last time, last year, yeah. I hot lapped an LFA. How was that? How many people ever get to hot lap an LFA? I did on the press launch, actually, at Las Vegas Motor Speedway in yeah. like 2012 or 11. Yeah, that was a long it time ago, awesome, man. It was awesome, though. What were you, high school back then? I know, then? right. It was, it was awesome. You're young. That car was so cool. It, I thought it was it was a little assy for my taste. <laughs> you know, they want to make cars lively, yeah. right? And uh, I think a good handling car drives itself. And the, the LFA was a little assy. Had the best exhaust note what ever. An, yeah, what an engine. What a Ran sound, great. though. What yeah. an engine. What a sound. And that's where it's a real winner. Yeah. I think they're, they're not the prettiest car. No, <laughs> really depends on the color, but, but, but yeah, they're I mean. striking. You know, they it's, are striking, it, striking and they're unique, and they're and they really, um, it's really like a Japanese look. You know, like yeah, it it's, is, they weren't it? copying anything from Europe. Origami, yeah, it has yeah, some origami. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the body lines are like folded. Yes, and kind of lay into each yeah. other. You're but right. The sound is what does it. The sound sells it 100. Well, you know, in a way, that's really good because there's this long history from the old days when I was a kid of the Japanese imitating. Yeah, and right. When the when the early Japanese sports cars were looking like miniature copies of like Shelby's and Aston Vantages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the the uh, one of my all-time favorite cars I had in college was a Datsun 2000 Roadster. Oh yeah, looked exactly like an MG yeah. or a Triumph. Yeah. Everybody thought that's what it was. Yeah, but it had 150 horsepower when the MGs had 70. Yeah, they <laughs> so, ripped those cars. They're oh, cool. It was a great sleeper. Yeah, the motor, the engine in that car had ports so big you could stick your fist in them. <laughs> you could hear them. That thing, you know, intake noise. Yeah. There's nothing like a couple carburetors and a big intake port. Yeah. It, the intake noise was louder than the exhaust. That's a pretty cool setup. Yeah. That's like a, a new Cayman, uh, Cayman GT4 RS, if you have had a go in that yet. I have. The, the air box in the cabin. It's like, I didn't know I needed that, and now every car should have that. Please put a carbon air box right behind my head. I think it's... When I was younger, right, I've been around a while, there was a time where I realized how important sound was, and almost nobody else did except the Italians. Yeah. But they, they, they just didn't seem to care. Now, it's everywhere. 
the manufacturers are making such an effort to make cars sound good, like the LFA is well, a great example. They had uh, they had Yamaha consult on that. Yamaha's like musical instrument division tuned to the sound of that. Right? What? Wasn't that yeah, in the no marketing? Kidding. Yeah, I think that was in the that was part of the marketing of no that car. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like that great meme where it's like it's like Man, I'd really like to buy a motorcycle. Yamaha guy. Cool. I have these. Man, I'd also like to buy a piano. Yamaha guy. You're not going to believe this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. What uh, Did you bring a car yourself or just get chauffeured in this Bentley? Chauffeured. So you're just going to hop, uh, hop people's cars? I was just an Uber guy in a pretty nice Uber car. And, uh, well, I'm going to drive whatever I can get my hands on. Yeah. Meet a lot of people, got some good friends here. Well, you and have a reputation for being pretty good at this. So. Well, I drive a car as fast as I can, keeping my risk really low. Yeah. And that's a pretty fine line, right? And you got to be smart. You do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't I know. hurt somebody's car. No. But you can do. You can drive a car pretty darn fast. And people and not ask. Hurt it. People ask me all the time, like, man, what is your, you know. What do you do if if you break someone's car? And I go, I gotta write a check, man. I'm not I'm not trying to break anybody's what? car. I'm not writing there's any no, checks. There's no insurance. But I just don't want to wreck them. But you know what's the worst thing on earth? It scared me a couple. I've driven some really nice cars, right? Yeah. Drive a nice car, get out. Hey, thank you, man. It was great. He goes out and he does two laps and something breaks. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh. Did I stress I'm glad, that? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hurt it. Yeah. But it was just time. It was, yeah. It was going to happen, and you were the guy. And I wasn't the guy. Yet, yeah. But, but it could have been. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's part of the business, yeah. you know. But yeah, I, I drive cars with respect. Sure. And people are like, oh, you're going to go burn that thing down. I go, no way. I'm going to drive it right, I'm going to drive it fast, and I'm going to drive it with respect. Well, and if it's... And give it back in the same shape with a little bit less tire and brake on it. <laughs> if it's a certain type of car, it's it's it was built to be... If it's, a, if it's a manufacturer car for testing, it was built to be pushed. That VIN number is here for you to do this thing and me to do this thing and and it's gonna it's gonna be subject to a bit more stress than someone's personal car and that's okay because that's what the job is you know yeah but we drive both yes i know i definitely but prefer I a manufacturer I, car oh yeah definitely 100 <laughs> because Press they got an account for, for that right? yeah, yeah, yeah i've never had to check in on it but I, my buddies have yeah but with a private car man that's his car yeah yeah no for sure I drove this 944 and it burst into flames. Oh, no. And and I'm pulling over. I'm like, whoa, we're on fire. He goes, oh, don't worry. It happens all the time. (laughs) He gets out with an extinguisher. Okay, let's bring it back to the pits. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Start it? What? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so, but normally. Do you ever have someone who gets. Almost like a sexual level of excitement for you driving their car. Does that ever happen? It's weird, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's an honor, nine. but I've had, <laughs> hell, I've had that in an airport. I love it. I mean, I'm just, I did all these motor trend things. Yeah. Now I do a little bit with Icons and Haggerty and yeah. Jason Camissa and, 
and that's a great series, by the way. People should check that out. That the 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 E30 and uh, 190E video that you guys did was fantastic. Uh, The M5 and uh, Tesla and uh, what was uh, and the Blackwing? That was the Blackwing one. Yeah, that was great too. Jason is doing really great work over there, producing those series. Director Anthony Esposito. Yeah, Yeah. he's a special guy. Yeah, and between the two of them. Jason's so creative. Well, it's it's written and produced really, really expertly. They for, work really especially hard for on that, that budget. For yeah. that budget, that is real high production stuff. They yeah. work really hard on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. You yeah. know, usually, I, I don't know about you, but I just walk up and get in and talk yes. about what I felt. That's correct. I do. Those guys have it all planned. I know. I'm so impressed. Yeah. And when I'm there, I'm really just uh, sidelined. Yeah. You know, but I, it's an honor to be part of that. Because I really think they're the best car videos ever made. I think real car, you know, not like car-based comedy show. Sure. No, real car video. I think I know who you're talking about there. <laughs> I think. I, I mean, there's different ways to do it. Yeah, right, yeah. And right. uh, Haggerty Icons is still about the cars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's car. It's, it's car forward. It's not a buddy comedy car with cars as a cars as a backdrop. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, can I talk about Pike's amazing. Peak with you? It's your hundredth uh, anniversary next week. Yeah. You're driving uh, the unplugged performance uh, Tesla Model S. Plaid. Plaid. Yes. They've gone to plaid. I know, right? I do. You know, I have my issues with with Tesla and Elon Musk, but yeah. I really like that they've stuck with the spaceball references. I mean, I I, I cannot hate on a spaceball reference. They, <laughs> I hope they keep that up. No problem at all with the spaceball references. I had to go see the movie. Oh, you really? You I didn't, didn't get understand the reference? how many of those, uh, how far <laughs> Tesla has gone with yeah, that. They, they really like committed. the ludicrous? Yeah, they really committed. I didn't know that was from the movie. Oh, that's hilarious. And that's that's funny, what it's yeah. from, people. It's yeah, from yeah. the movie Spaceballs. Spaceballs. So that you know, was like, Spaceballs was the movie of my childhood in the 80s. I watched it hundreds of times. I was an so. adult in the 80s. <laughs> You should have seen it. You could have seen it. I had a stepdaughter in the eighties. I didn't. Never had kids, but uh, so here's 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 my question about about this, and it's it's not about the car specifically, but it is in general. With Pike's Peak, we've got we've got very high speed sections into very tight hairpins, right? And one of the drawbacks to me of driving an electric car very fast is judging your entry speed. You don't have a tachometer. You don't have gears. So how do you mentally prepare to judge your entry speed in an electric car somewhere as risky as Pike's Peak? I need to stop listening to guys like you because... (laughs) I never thought about it it until this very moment. It has never occurred to me. (laughs) But you're not the only guy who said that. No, but I've heard it from other drivers. Uh And I really, I haven't noticed. I, I feel the torque. Yeah. I see the world going by, and that's enough. Oh, okay. And um, the thing about the braking distance Would you say the same thing about electric cars on a racetrack? Same thing? Yeah. Okay, all right. But the problem is the weight. Right. You know, you've got a lot of weight to stop. Yeah. A lot of momentum. Yeah. Horsepower plus weight equals heat. Yeah, yeah. And just just momentum. You're really stopping something heavy. Yeah, it's a 5,000-pound car. It's a very heavy car. Yeah. I haven't driven real race cars very much, mm-hmm. but what last do you mean? summer. Yes, you have. No, I mean haven't like you? designed. Uh, oh, like, formula cars. like. Oh, okay, yeah, like like not street, not a street car based race right, car. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Streetcar-based cars are terrible compared to real race cars <laughs> that are built ground up. Yeah. yeah. I, who have I, I got a friend who's been tracking, I forget, some sort of really good Corvette, all prepared, everything's right, turns faster times than anybody else, and they just bought a real race car. Yeah. Forget it. Might be like a little like a, radical, like a radical, yeah, yeah, or uh, Praga. I said, well, number one, it's going to answer every prayer you had about your own car. <laughs> yeah, number yeah, two, yeah. when you go back to that car, it's going to feel like a whale. Yeah, yeah, because it is. Because your your Corvette weighs three thousand pounds. This other thing weighs twelve hundred pounds. Yeah, people ask us all the time about which one of these high performance street cars should I buy as a track toy and the answer is none buy a race car just you know spend spend whatever 25 grand on a used race car and a trailer and just there's your there's your track toy and it'll perform like a 200,000 or 300,000 dollar street car um, and be less stressed while doing it yeah yeah and not wear out stuff so fast yeah and guess what if you spin out in a 3,000 pound car you go 500 feet. Right, right. If you spin out in a 1,000-pound car, you go 120 yeah, feet. Yeah, true. <laughs> you, might, yeah. you might even stay on the surface. You, you might, might even, even stay, stay on yeah. the surface. And if you go off at, you know, somewhere like Willow Springs, like, you're guaranteed to break something. <laughs> you're not You're not getting out of that one easy. Yeah, those drop-offs on the edge of the pavement. <laughs> you know, it didn't look that bad in the satellite photo. It looked all right. I don't know. <laughs> it, was like, it was like boulders and shit out there. Isn't that the truth? Oh, my God. You don't want anybody going off ahead of you. Oh, yeah. You'll get pelted. Yeah. You'll get pelted. So when you are when you are doing Pike's Peak, what is do you, do you need to do a lot of pre- – because we've been talking to Johnny. It's his first time. He's, he's really amazing been, the he's amount prepped. of prep. He's prepping. I should have. Yeah. I should have. <laughs> and uh, no, I didn't. And really? This is my eighth time. Yeah. And I think I'm getting there, but I'm still got, I've got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I talk myself through the corners and uh, Johnny's doing a whole lot of sim with a coach yeah. and all this great stuff. That he's, I should out have with done. Ja- he's out with Jamie, with Jamie Morrow. Yeah. Who's an excellent coach. Yeah. And, uh, and a very fast driver. It's hard to remember. There are several sections that look a lot alike. Mm -hmm. And I know a couple that are super dangerous because in three or four of the corners, like there's a section called the W's. Yeah. And uh, before that, there's Ragged Edge. And in these corners, you're going around the mountain. You got blue sky on the right, mountain on the left, and you have to know that you keep your foot down till you see a guardrail appear. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's one where there's no guardrail. Uh-huh. It never appears. That's the um, Jeremy Foley Memorial Corner. Oh, okay. If you've ever seen the huge Mitsubishi yeah, Evo yeah, crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the one. Yeah. And that was his problem. Was, was there a guardrail until he took it out, or no, was there never one? No, no guardrail okay. at all. <laughs> okay. He just didn't remember where he was. Oh, yeah. He was waiting for that guardrail to show up, and by the time he noticed it, oops. I got a story about that. I was running an Audi about five years ago. Good car, 1.8 turbo, 450 horse, 034 motorsport. Oh, and yeah, 034 makes a good car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Bay Area. And I'm up in the W's. In that corner, the one that doesn't have the guardrail, there was a little pile of rocks. I mean, it was only six inches high or eight inches high. Uh-huh. But on the right side of the road, on the blue sky, 
there's nothing else around. And the first time I came through and practiced, I saw that pile and I went, somebody did that. Yeah, yeah, someone made <laughs> a, a cone. Turn-in someone point. made a turn-in cone out of rocks. A pile yeah. of rocks. And I ran like three runs that way and I was like, yeah, yeah. pile of rocks, turn in. This guy was on the ball, Yeah. right? Fourth run, I'm coming through there and I think to myself, shouldn't I have seen that pile of rocks by now? <laughs> Shit. Somebody went up there and kicked it over. Yes. <laughs> on, on the blue sky side. I don't know if it was a photographer or what the hell happened. Oh, but man. the pile of rocks was down. And, and I had that in my mind like, wait a minute. Was I? And then like scream, blood curdling oh, scream because no. I'm doing a Jeremy Foley. And I go to the brakes and I slide all the way to the edge of the pavement and oh stop. I didn't stop. Oh. I almost did. Yeah. But it was... <laughs> That close. Oh my God! To tumbling that thing off the mountain. So don't. So the the moral of the story is don't trust impermanent. Don't Anything trust any movable. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you got to do. You got to give us you give us your video from practice, and we'll go out at like one in the morning while the roads open and make little piles of rocks yeah. for everybody. They're doing we'll just it. Make little turning cones. There's people are still doing it. I'm sure. I don't pay any attention. I'm sure they are. That's right. got to be. I learned a, that, my lesson. That's got to be a fool's errand paying attention to oh. a temporary pile of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And then after you get the last third of the, have you ever been up Pikes Peak? Like the road? as a tourist. Yeah, yeah. 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 After the Devil's Playground, the way Pikes Peak works is you start at 9,000 feet and you kind of go across. Mm -hmm. Then you go up mm -hmm. real steep for a while to Devil's Playground. Well, now you're on a ridge. Now you go across this ridge. Mm -hmm. You're not really climbing until the very end. Yeah. Well, when you're going across that ridge, the turn, that's the fast section. That's when you've got exposure on both sides, right? Is that that not section? Really. Okay. Just the one side? Except for where I crashed <laughs> the second time. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they put the wall there. Yeah. 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 That's why they put the wall there. But it's fast. Yeah. And these long sweepers are very poorly defined. Everything looks the same. And so people are doing that. I see the little pile of rocks and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I do it by some in the distance. Yeah. Like you go around this corner until a mountain appears. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh. Now I can start to accelerate. It's a more permanent marker, right? Yeah, there's three of them, three of them like that. And, you know, they're all a little different. Yeah. And the really dangerous one just tightens up. Yeah. Right? You got a decreasing radius, 100 mile an hour sweeper. I hope to go 100 in our Tesla because we've like tripled our aero downforce. Oh, okay. And uh, we have real racing suspension this year in the plaid. Uh-huh. Last year it was stock. stock, right? Yeah, yeah. It was reprogrammed. Mm -hmm. We were working with Bill Stein and they did a great job. Was it the air it wasn't the air, air suspension. It was on the air springs. Air springs. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the damping was actually pretty good, but the springs just were not enough. Yeah. It was not capable of, of generating responding the, fast enough. The, the no, the um, spring rate oh, that okay. we needed uh -huh. couldn't be done with that system Do you have a, is there any interior left in that car or do they take that out and put a cage and stuff? well the uh the screen right yeah you need that <laughs> but you need that yeah you, you need, need to, to control the car, the car. Yeah, yeah 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 but it's beautiful and i remember the um early on like in the audi and in in the uh, gtr it, I did not know the road very well yet, even when I was racing, which is not good. And that's how I got in trouble. Yeah. And I thought of putting a GT, GPS up. Yeah. 
that would give me a little warning of what was coming. Sure. That would work for Is like, it allowed? The I think it's allowed. I mean, I... I never it, asked. If I'm driving like a canyon road, I don't know. That's a very helpful thing to it have. It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Even if I'm, even if I'm, you know, within, if not the legal limit, the moral limit, and even if I'm not cutting double yellows, it's still a useful thing to have for sure. I like that moral limit. The moral limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never cut a double yellow. No. If I wanted to drive straighter, I'd be on the effing interstate. Yeah. You know who cuts like double yellows, first. Randy? The fucking Leave English. Them. Oh, the, the English? English. What? The British, they you cut kidding? double yellows. Well, yeah. because they're, a lot of their B-roads have a single white line, yeah. and you're kind of allowed to because It's because of how they grew up. It's not because of their DNA. And their B-roads are so tiny yeah. that it's almost like not yeah. cutting it's just part. It's part of their culture. They can't help themselves. But I have, to yell at, I have to yell at the Englishmen when they come to the canyons to not cut the double yellows. Yeah, yeah. I like the corners. Yeah. I don't want to make them straight. No. What the hell? They're good. They're good you know what else the English are. like? You can back me up on this, maybe. Haggis. What? Oversteer. Oh, yeah. Have you well, noticed? Have I noticed? The streetcars. Yeah, yeah. Like Jaguar. Yeah. Lotus. Help me. They, they uh, all Aston tend Martin. to over yeah they Aston all tend Martin. to be twitchy oversteery. Yeah. Well, it's that's that's the Top Gear effect, right? They have oh. airfields. That's because oh. the English they have more airfields turned into racetracks than anywhere else in the world. Per Except capita. maybe Florida. <laughs> no, per capita they really do. It's yeah. most most airfields turn into racetracks. So when you've got a runway to yeah. as a corner exit, yeah, slide it. Who cares? What's the difference? It's got to look good on television. It's got to look good in Evo magazine. That's why. There was one Jaguar that handled beautifully. I think it was an XKRS oh, GT. Yeah. Do you remember that yeah, car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very expensive. The one with the wing on it. With the wing. With the wing on it. Yeah, XK. It's like it was. they had a different guy. Yeah. Set that up. They I said it's like Walkinshaw or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It yeah. was beautifully balanced. It yeah. put power down. Those were nice. The Jaguars, Those were great. all they do is spin the tires. Well, they, I yeah. mean, they don't hook up. They, yeah. I don't think the English understand power. that level of torque yet. <laughs> well, they had to make the <laughs> F-Type all-wheel drive because people kept lighting yes. up the rear. Yes. Yeah. They, yes. They, they just came out with a new one yeah. that has a smaller V8 and is back to rear-wheel drive. The oh. 450. Okay, yeah. have you so driven it? I haven't yet. I, I keep bugging them about it, but it's got a little less power and then back to rear wheel drive, and it's supposedly a little a little more manageable and less hairy. Yeah, it would just spin them. They they didn't have traction. Yeah, and you can fix that. But it looked good on an airfield. Yeah, when Chris Harris had it. It looked great on an airfield. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Epic. I know. It's all about the drift. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this uh, Valkyrie thing yet that Aston Martin is bringing out? No. You haven't seen it? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Oh, Valkyrie. Yeah. Oh, yes. It looks like a prototype race car. It's 1,000 horsepower. I've seen the And they're selling them to people. Yes. Well, you know, that's what happens, right? The prototypes are the ultimate race cars in speed. So if you take a street car and you want to make it faster and faster and faster, what happens? You end up it there. It becomes more and more like a prototype. And yeah. they are kind of on the, the the leading extreme edge of that yeah. right now, aren't they? Four million bucks, thousand horsepower, twenty five hundred pounds, and all it takes is money. That's it. Just show up and you buy it. Dude, a thousand horsepower isn't even expensive anymore. I know. But the technology is so good. I know. You can make that 
Your, your Tesla Plaid's a thousand horsepower. Thousand horsepower. Yeah, electric. The, lu- the Lucid Air is eleven hundred horsepower. You could buy a fucking pickup truck with almost a thousand horsepower right now. Rivian. You driven a Rivian? It's cool, isn't it? Rivian. You tried one yet? You know where the man? I have. It's cool, isn't it? I have, but I was in there driving event. Oh, okay. It was funny. I did this thing called Holly High Voltage oh, last right. year. Yeah, yeah. You hear about that? Yeah. An electric car event. Yeah. And just pure coincidence, Rivian was there on the other side of Sonoma with a whole track set up for a, just a ride and drive customer experience. It really says something that they're renting Sonoma to show off a pickup truck. Somebody's got some know? money behind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were really good. They were yeah. powerful. And, the, the and they've got that super trick suspension that yeah. McLaren uses with yeah. the no sway bar thing. Right. Yeah. Trick. Really neat stuff. And I like them because the uh, Rivian is actually named after my old hometown. Oh. I used to live in Florida, in Melbourne, Florida, on the Space Coast. And there was a lagoon between the mainland and the beach side. We, um, that was called the Indian River. Well, it turns out one of the honchos at Rivian lived there. And Rivian is from the Indian River. Oh. That's where the name that came all. from. Oh. So That's it's connected cool. to my ancient history. How weird. It's where I went to high school. It's a cool, uh, it's a good name, actually. I think the name works. Yeah. It's nice. Naming stuff is really hard. Yeah. Coming up with a word that's, like, not trademarked in different countries, it's actually very, very difficult. It doesn't sound too weird. <laughs> and an American can look at it and say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a high priority. <laughs> yeah. Right? In the old days, there was a Mercury Mercour. Yes, the Mercour. And an American would look at that and, like, what? What? Is that, what? And then it wasn't just that you had the, the manufacturer name, Mercour, was stupid. And then the model name, the XR4TI, it was yeah. like, it doesn't even, it's like, is, do I pronounce that like a word? What? What is that? Yes. Like, that, was a, that was naming schemes gone horribly wrong. I felt bad for the Koreans. Like, one of the first Korean brands to come to this country was Daewoo. Daewoo, yeah. Daewoo. I mean, nobody ever sat him down and said, you guys. Guys, this is terrible. Day Wu sounds really funny to an American. You know, my wife sold those in college. They had like a a thing where they were trying to get college students. It was almost like a Mary Kay or like a pyramid scheme where they tried to have college students like hawk them to their friends. And my wife was a day salesman. Look at that vet. That's beautiful. And hey, sold man. like oh, and yeah. sold like two or three of those pieces of junk to her to her poor friends in college. Oh, wait a minute now. I can name models. Nubira. The, Lug- the Laganza. Laganza. The Lanos was one. Oh, Lanos. The Lanos was the little hatchback. Yeah. I had a Lanos as a rent-a-car back in the day. And there's this race car guy, buddy of mine, who's who's too smart and too funny. Uh-huh. And he knew I had a Daewoo rent-a-car. And he comes up all, all excited. He goes, where'd Daewoo go? Daewoo gone. Where'd Daewoo? <laughs> you say, did you lap it? No, no. Yeah, it was so sitting right there. Out. He just thought the name was You funny. missed out. I've, I took one you of those on a race. I took one on a race. Yeah, it was a rental car. It was terrible. What? It was awful. I'm sure. How do you not? It was like one of those, uh, you know, you the open lapping day before the cheap car endurance race. Yes. Get some sighting laps yes. in. Yes. The best car for that was the uh, the Chevy Impala, the front-wheel drive six-cylinder one. Can't kill them. Not enough engine to burn up the brakes either. That's what I was going to say about the Lanos. <laughs> Probably easy on the brakes because you can't get going fast enough to hurt them. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, man. Which well, is look. the opposite of a Tesla Plaid, right? Yeah. 
Well, do you get do you get the sort of optional ceramic break thing they've got for? We've got some unplugged performance kit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and so it works. I'll, I'll it's tell you what, unplugged performance does a nice job. I drove do, their I'm Model Three, and they the that thing was razor sharp. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah. they do a nice job. And we've got real suspension on this plaid this year. Cool. It's the real thing. And, uh, and it you was know funny. where the road goes this time? <laughs> <laughs> Are you off book? Knock wood, well, I hope so. if you've got the big screen, you can pull up the map. I got no room to talk. Just pull up the pull up the map on the whole screen. I could. That's yeah, what I was thinking about a minute ago. Yeah. I'd probably just run that. You can. You definitely But I want to run the uh, batteries, oh. the temperature indicators. Yeah. Because that's the, one of the biggest deals on electric cars, right. or, or the ones I've run, is... They get hot. Yep. Yeah. It's just like a short circuit. But in, in, in just in 14 miles, is that enough to, to smoke those batteries? It should it should make it through that. Is it really? Uh, it's that tough, so. of, that it's tough, tough of 14, huh? Well, they have trouble cooling down at altitude as well because True. the heat exchangers are less effective. Uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah the air is so sense. thin. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well... I'm just relying on Unplugged to figure that out. Well, yeah. if you run out of juice, Zach and I are going to be there, and we have the F-150 Lightning. <laughs> All right. Which comes right. with an adapter to charge a Tesla. It's Ford. Ford has a fun little bit of trolling that they've done there where they include a Tesla adapter with the Lightning That's so hilarious. that if you have a dead Tesla, you can charge it with the truck. Park that at Devil's Playground. I know. We're and gonna I'll be, just uh, pop in there and you know get a refresh. Yeah, we're gonna be making bacon, egg, and cheeses uh, out of the bed of the uh, lightning. Yeah, that's what we're they doing. got a kitchen, right? Yeah. No, that's the Rivian has the built-in kitchen. Oh, oh. We're just gonna buy induction burners and run them off the bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want a sandwich on the mountain, we got you covered. <laughs> Last year we didn't get to go all the way up. Because it was so snowy oh, at the top. They ran a short race, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Only about two-thirds of the way. Oh, and that, God, that must that be disappointing. that would happen all the time. But guess what? In 100 years, four times. So it's, last I mean, year was one of them. It's, it's, it's June. It's not. I, I, I wouldn't think it would happen all the time, but I guess I shouldn't yeah. be shocked at 14,000. Yeah. I was there, which is, what, four years ago, five years ago? Like, they held the race. It started an hour later because they're like, we're waiting for ice to thaw at the oh. top. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they were scraping it and cutting exactly. it away. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then the motorcycles were running back then. Oh, yeah. So I, the motorcycles yeah. would go up there with the possibility of ice. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. Well, and they don't run them anymore. Yeah, no. Just, After, um, it's too dangerous. Yeah. A couple yeah. of really good guys lost their lives. Yeah. They still do Isle of Man, though. I know. We were just talking about that with Justin. It's right I'm now. Saying, I yeah, it's going yeah. on right now. I need to go watch it. I, I, I have to get over yeah, there and see it. Yeah, me too. It, seems, it just seems wild to see in person. Um, so anyway, the rest of this weekend, we got runway. We got racetrack. We've got, you're going to be driving whatever you can get your hands on. I'm going to be driving a, a big, fat Cadillac that's got way too much power. It's oh, are great. you? Oh, yeah, I got a Blackwing. It's going to be awesome. You know that's one of the most fun cars. It's going to be awesome. Rear drive, 680 horsepower or yeah. whatever. Super sharp Stick steering. Shift. It's going to be great. Good. Is that still the Alpha platform, or is that a new car? Oh, boy. Now you put me on the spot. I don't know. I should know this. I feel like I own an Alpha is. platform Camaro. But it's getting kind of old. That might be a new animal. It might, I think it's new, and someone's going to be screaming into their iPhone right now. Yes. But I don't know this. Yes. But it is. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Whatever. Or, or me. I whatever. should know this. You should know it, too. Yes. Yeah. 
It's Randy's fault for I not mean, knowing. I drove it. I did that show with Jason Camissa. Uh, but it's but great. It Who cares great. what the platform is? GM it's Alpha great. GM, GM Alpha, Alpha 2. 2. It's the Alpha, Alpha 2. 2. Right. Okay. All right. Well, it's well, awesome. It's still good. And it'll be fun. And there's all these guys with all this crazy stuff out here. And uh, it's going to be... I'm going to add it up. I'm going to see how many, how many tens of millions of dollars can be on the track at one time. <laughs> a lot. Last time they did a Bugatti-only session. It'll be hard to top that, even though there were only like six of them. I mean, it's still, it's pretty it's hard good. hard to top that. It's pretty, I talked to one guy, the first guy who was here when I sat down, and he listed off the cars he brought, and it was staggering. I think I met him. Yeah. yeah P1, it was, it was, SF90. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. on, and on, and on, and on. on. Yeah. FXX. <laughs> oh, FXX. FXX, Senna GTR, the Lambo Ascenza. Those and and on and on wow. and more. Yeah, it was wow. next. It was That's next not level. The guy I met. That it was absolutely else. next level. I think I know him though. Well, we'll see you uh, two weeks at Pike's Peak after this weekend. Yeah, um, we'll on be broadcasting. It's your birthday. On my birthday, Excellent. June twenty sixth is race day. Excellent. So you know. Luck will be It'll on be your side. It'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah, weather and uh, weather and all that will be on your side. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think that's that's our show. We've gone. We've we got. Yeah. Oh, it's an hour and thirty six. That's our show. That's our show. We'll we'll wow. be back uh, next show. I'm going to be with the CEO of Aston Martin and the uh, Multimatic test driver in, responsible for the Valkyrie. Recording that tomorrow night at uh, at dinner. That'll be cool. And thanks to all y'all for listening. Thanks to Randy, uh, Justin, and Ben for their time, and Alessandro, Ryan, and the Hypercar Invitational guys for so I finally get, is this the smoking tire. Yeah. yeah, I've been on the smoking tire. Finally, man, finally, thank you, man. you're here. Oh, yeah. you're finally here. That's, That's great. It. it is the smoking tire podcast, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>